Minocht moved to his desk. Picking up the tiny message bot, he wound it, adjusted its clockwork settings, pressed a button on the back, and placed it in the dock of the dash key. It gave an almost infinitesimal whir as it began counting down toward activation. He was giving them fifteen minutes. He thought he could wait that long. The door chimed, and he crossed to it. Upon opening the door, his face broke into a smile. It's good to see you, Stone. How's your father? I haven't seen you in years. He reached out and shook the young man's hand. Come in and tell me what brings you to my door today. He looked over the fellow's shoulder into his driveway. Where's your steam car? Stone's smile dropped from his face and took a grim cast the moment he stepped inside. As the door closed, Stone nodded to someone behind the old gentleman, and Minoc felt hands roughly grab his arms. We're here to have a conversation. You've been watched for some time, and now we need answers. Minoc shook his head. What are you talking about? He glanced back at a husky brown-haired man who was holding him, and saw the other two searching his desk drawers and his neat library. Precious books were pulled off the shelves and thrown aside. Don't do that. They don't make books like that anymore. They're all out of print editions. Didn't your parents teach you better than to damage irreplaceable books? Stone grabbed the old man's face and turned it back to him. Let's start with the obvious and move from there. Where are the books you bought yesterday from the bookseller? I sent them this morning to my charitable organization that gives books to children. There are more of them these days due to the financial tightening. What's it to you? If you wanted the books that badly, all you had to do was go to Celeste Lane and buy them. They're not here, said one of the searchers. What did I just get through telling you? Enough of this, Minocht. I want you to listen very carefully to what these men ask you. You'll need to be completely honest in your answers. The thug holding the old man shoved him into stone. The old man struggled but didn't gain his freedom as the big man tossed him back and forth between them. Tiring of the game, Minocht was subdued as Stone slapped him hard across the face. He grabbed the elder's shoulders and nodded to the brown-haired man. Now, Bruin. The big bruiser pulled a small syringe out of his pocket and, holding it against the old man's neck, pressed the plunger. This little cocktail increases every sensation tenfold. And with no further warning... Stone drove a fist into Minoc's stomach and followed with a backhanded slap to his face, breaking the skin on the old man's cheekbone. Now that we have your attention, I will turn you over to these fellows while I search. The drug coursed through Minoc's body, and he fought the waves of agony that were disproportionate to the two blows. He wheezed to get his breath and hold on to his will. His face felt like it was on fire, and he could feel the blood trickling down and dripping off his jaw. What are your questions? The sooner I can answer them, the sooner you can leave my home. As a favor to your father, I'll not identify you to the authorities, but he'll be hearing from me. Minocht blustered. He had to resist the effects of the drug. If it weren't for the man holding his arms, he would have probably fallen. A thug with a scar on his face looked at Minocht with no expression. Then, with exaggerated slowness, curled his big hand into a fist and hit the old man twice. Across the room, no one noticed as a small piece of metal slid from the side of the message bot. Little gears turned and wire pulleys unfolded an arm which extended to the dash key. It began to vibrate out a message. Minocht had blood in his mouth and one eye was almost swollen shut. He didn't see the signal Stone gave, but all of a sudden he was released. He collapsed in a heap on the floor. 
Bruin crouched down and gripped his bloody jaw, tilting Minoc's face so he could look into his eye. He said with a rough growl, What have you been up to, old man? Where's the journal you bought? It wouldn't be appropriate to send us a gift to a child, so don't give me that lie. He stood and aimed a kick to the ribs. What do you know about the drawings in the book? Another kick, this one directed at his arm, and Minoc felt the bones snap as waves of excruciating pain rolled over every single nerve ending. What can you tell me about a sunstone? This time it was the man with the scar who leaned down. He grabbed the broken arm and squeezed as Bruin asked more questions. Who's working with you? Is it your adopted whelp? Is it your house servant? Uh, what's his name? Quinn. His tormentor stood again and with studied care laid his foot on top of the shattered arm, slowly increasing the pressure.